Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the podcast, back to Game and Compute. We're talking about podcasting for those of you who are trying to start it new and fresh. Um, small, short recap. I've got some recent content from the month of September and early October. Most of it's about, you know, trying to establish an online presence for yourself if you are trying to make money online just the basics of the tips of how to get started with that process you got to think like a creator you got to understand every platform that you're trying to deal with you got to understand all the changes that are coming up and you've also got to think like you work in sales you got to understand all of these and you've got to adapt and learn and do Otherwise, it's going to be hard if you try to stay stagnant or if you're not consistent. I'm not saying anything new there. But uh, if you want to know about, you know, starting a company or getting involved in a certain niche to kind of have a, a presence, kind of develop an audience or some kind of subscription base, that's where you want to kind of look at some of my past posts they're pretty recent they're as up-to-date as I can possibly make them they're pretty general but I'm still gonna dig in depth in those topics it's just I want to have the framework and the general stuff out there um and I also mentioned on a previous episode the most recent episode that you know I'm gonna start posting other content on Instagram and TikTok um, mainly because I haven't posted on there much and I'm realizing that there is some short form content I might want to post and I have not been able to do that and I would like to do that but I haven't so because I haven't um, I just I don't know because I haven't I just um yeah it's it's a work in progress I've, I've got to create the content first and guys as we all know it takes time to create content right but I'm trying to get better at it I'm trying to shorten my content I'm, I'm trying to make it more tailored towards steps that people can directly take and not just regurgitating everything i want to talk more about tips based on my own personal experiences because every little nugget sometimes can help somebody else so here we go with that lengthy intro um all that out of the way let's say today we're going to be talking about mostly for new podcasters or people who are wanting to you know improve traffic to their podcast 
my number one method that I have come across, and I'm not saying this is the best on earth, but my number one method is after you kind of know your, um, once you kind of know your, you know, your niche, your expertise, um, what you want to do is, you know, post based on, of course, topics that are up to date within a trend. Um, you don't want it to be too niche though, or too trendy. Cause like, say if you're posting, you know, it's October right now, 2023, when I'm recording this, say if you're posting about Halloween of October, 2023, I mean, you can't really make a whole podcast around that where everybody's going to want to listen all year long every year because it's time-based. Um, it might appeal to people right now because maybe there's something right now. Um, it's kind of like on theme with like the season and everything, but I don't think it would do very well to try to post like that outside of the season or outside of the year, you know? Um, how many times have you searched for something on YouTube, right? You search on YouTube and you're like, I, I need a tutorial on this thing. And it'll be like, you know, right now it's 2023 and it'll be like 25 methods to improve your YouTube channel from 2021. Do you even click on it? Do you care what was happening in 2021? You want the one from 2023. And sometimes you even see content that they kind of like repurpose and they repost it and they kind of forget to change a year or something. And once you notice that, you're like, ah, this is just the same information from last time. I'm I'm not even going to watch. Right. So sometimes the timestamps can kind of throw you off. I used to do daily episodes um, and I noticed, you know, if I post that day, people might want to know. Post that day. First thing when they wake up, they might want to listen to what. I have to say for that day but if I post yesterday's news today or last week's news today unless it's something that's actual like something that's news pertaining to them or to the local society nobody wants to nobody cares what I had for breakfast on Monday when it's Saturday you know I don't even care I don't even remember so you know you want to you know focus your posts um but the method that worked best for me in every niche that I've been um, involved with is, you know, after having quite a few episodes out, you kind of see where people gravitate. And that can drive more ideas of what to post about. Because if people are organically flooding into you because of some topic, and if it's not seasonal or like a time-based thing or something that's like, oh, it's just because maybe there's a presidential election right now, so of course that's going to be hot. Or like, you know, something that if you can't see it lasting like a year, two years, three years down the road, you might run out of stuff to say, especially if it's not something that's evolving or something that you're actively learning about. So, but sometimes you can 
be lucky if you're if you are a very unique niche like for example there's this podcast i used to like that i discovered during the rona i don't think they post much anymore and they were on apple Podcasts, and they talked about rollerblading now rollerblading is a sport that i've always really liked since like childhood and you know it's kind of been phased out they used to have it in the x games they don't even have it anymore you hardly see anything about inline skating or rollerblading or anything like that like it doesn't really come up in people's radars that much it kind of had a little spike during the rona when people were getting back into skating and other outdoor sports like roller skating and things like that people were kind of getting back into other sports because there was nothing really else to do so you know people were trying to work on their health and i saw a little spike in rollerblading um content and interests and it kind of came and went right i was like happy i was like i was happy that it came up i was like yes like maybe people are gonna start like getting back into rollerblading and i can you know get something you know like get um get into it more or something you know and it did happen some people stuck back or stuck around after that after it came back but very few it's not like it blew up or anything right so that's just an example if i had started talking about rollerblading it might have been popular in 2020 2021 maybe a little bit in 2022 but now 2023 you know we're we've kind of got most of the pandemic behind us and nobody really is talking about that anymore nobody really cares right um but fast forward to you know content that's you know not so unique because i think you could do very good in a very unique base if you're kind of like you don't really have any competition and you are the main authority like no one's there to compete with you so all the people who are interested are only going to go to you because you're the only one uh but again if it's something that's like a little trend like a short trend like GameStop stocks or something like that it's like okay it came and went it was a fad you know um but i mean that's not like some financial advice or anything i really don't know i'm just saying we all know what happened i'm not saying that GameStop might become might not become popular in the future it might who knows but i i don't think i would invest a whole lot of my money in it you know not at the moment anyways um but what do i know right but yeah fast forward to you know a situation where you're not so super niche down into some depth of some niche where you're like the only person on the face of the planet that's recording and mind you, language helps too, because one thing I've noticed is there's a lot of content out there that I would really like to consume when it's about tech-related stuff, and a lot of it is posted by people based in India, and it's not usually in English or fully in English, and so I'm like, man... I wish this is the exact episode I wanted to see about something, the exact tutorial I needed, and it's not in English, you know? So, if you can take content like that where it's in English, and it's like, 
you know, or some language where other people need that information and you speak that language, that could also be a leg up for you. But I've never done anything like that. I've just noticed it on my end when I'm consuming content. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, I keep thinking of these other ideas, but what I'm trying to say is the thing that worked the best for me is really um, knowing the niche very well, seeing what content did best, not regurgitating the same content, but trying to find other topics. So one method of doing that, I'll give you one method. I'm not going to give you like every method. You got to be creative on your own. It's the whole point. Creativity, not copycatting, right? Creativity. You learn, then you do. So think of things like, I guess my brother explained this the best to me once. Um, Think of college, you know, your bachelor's program, and then think of grad school, right? For me, in my uh, schooling in the field of psychology, the um, topic of psychology is very broad. So in my bachelor's program, a lot of it was statistics-based stuff, cognitive science-based topics. But once I was in grad school, it wasn't so many general topics. You know, I wasn't taking so many general topics. I, I was mostly focusing on my thesis, mostly focusing most of the papers I wrote for almost every class had something to do with my thesis. If I could help it, I would I would make it happen that way. You know, um, I try to tie everything to something that that I was mostly trying to focus on, try to take as many classes within that area And on occasion, I'd have a class like, you know, like for people who don't know, I was kind of mostly interested in like cognitive science and like hearing sciences and things like that, auditory perception. And so anything that had to do with music or language or speech or everything from microphones to headphones to speakers to, you know, um, things like that, you know, recording equipment, even whatever I could have branched out into any of that even software that records like audacity and you know talking about different software programs or whatever you know it's all relevant so if i wanted to create a podcast about that and i don't but if i did i could have talked about all those topics you know and more i could i still could do that because i love it so much um but i won't um because I'm doing other things, but if I wanted to, I could, um, I could go on and on and on, and it would be easy for me to find things, you know, I could review instruments, I could find different instruments, updated instruments, analog, electronic, you know, instruments, like digital products, digital instruments, things like that, uh, I love Reason Studio software, I could talk about all the stuff that's up in there, it's all relevant, it's all related to some extent, right, Um, So I could talk about that stuff. And I would be learning along the way, right? And so that's an example I would use, you know, you kind of just really dive into something that you really like. And maybe on occasion, I would take a class that was different, like abnormal psychology.
psychology or child development psychology or something like that where it's like yeah it's not exactly related but there would always be some section about auditory learning language learning something like that where I could like okay this is tailored to what I need to know for all these other projects but you know I still gotta do good in the class and read all the books and go to all the lectures and stuff so I still had to learn other stuff but I guess the way my brother described it to me is that you know uh um you know, your bachelor's program in psychology has a bunch of different classes that are pretty general. And then you kind of narrow down and it's almost as if each class is like a book. Like one of, like one of the chapters of the book is a whole class now. So say in, you know... Uh, your bachelor's program, you know, you would learn, you'd have like a biopsych class. But then in grad school, you would have a class specifically about, you know, the occipital lobe um, for vision. And it was all a class about vision perception, visual perception, or all a class about, you know, the temporal, the temporal lobe. And it's all about, you know, hearing and listening and you know, maybe hearing problems and disorders and, you know, the Wernicke's area, the Broca's area and all that kind of like, all that kind of stuff. And you're kind of just learning more in depth. So I would say that that's kind of one way to treat a podcast. You go pretty general within something you know. You don't want to pick something that's so obscure that you have to like dig and learn all the time. Like you want to learn and challenge yourself and be interested. And the best thing is to find this little that little sliver where you're like right on the line between what other people want to hear and what you want to record. Cuz sometimes it doesn't match up. Sometimes you're like, "Man, people are gravitating towards all this other content and that's the that's my least favorite." Like, maybe you do, like, a Friday update, and your Friday update is about your gardening or something, or, like, the progress of some flowers you're growing, but your whole podcast is about microphones or, you know, recording equipment or something, and for some reason, people are all gravitating toward the dang garden episodes every Friday, and it's like, I'm not even here to post about this dang garden, but that's what people want to hear. So that wouldn't be ideal because it's like if you're trying to post about one thing and now all of a sudden people only want to hear this other thing, you know, that's not necessarily the way people want it. You want it to be with within what you're trying to talk about, but you want it to be what you have to say and also what they want to listen to and what you want to record about. So that can be hard to come across that's something I struggle with because a lot of times I just want to say what I want to say. I want to talk about what I'm doing right now and I want to talk about what interests me right now and I want to do it the way I want to do it and I don't care what the analytics have to say to me. I just let them be there and you know podcasts suffer that way. It's it's more fun for me for the creative process but as far as like the algorithm and the traffic and things like that I mean, sometimes it's like, you gotta give a little, you know, you can't just, you know, I'm pretty selfish, and you gotta give people what they want, but you don't want to give what they want so much that you're losing what you're trying to do, 
what you actually know, what your expertise is in, what you're actually training in or trained in, you know, and have that garden kind of situation going on where you're talking about your flowers instead of like the microphones and the speakers and all the other uh, recording equipment that you want to talk about because that's your niche and that's what you want to do. Maybe you went into music engineering and you have a niche in music engineering and people only want to hear about your Friday garden flower episodes so that would be weird but sometimes traffic is traffic but um it would be hard to build like that so once you kind of figure out that sweet spot that sliver of a sweet spot you basically do as if you were in a grad school program almost make a class out of it as if you were writing a book or something chapters just chapter after chapter and don't hesitate to follow people you know follow people that you hear from a lot you know a lot of us subscribe to these email lists or you know you have your notifications on on youtube see how they do things maybe it's not a podcast but see how these other people that you follow are doing things i talk a lot about neil patel because I get probably more content from Neil Patel than anybody else because I subscribe to his email list. And, you know, every time I'm in there, it's something that to me is important. So even though I go out of my way to delete all the other emails, his I'll usually keep in my inbox if I haven't read them. So sometimes I'll have four or five emails from Neil Patel just kind of stacked back to back because they've been sent like every couple days or every other day or whatever. But I don't care because I like his content and I don't want it to get lost in my trash box. And so I just keep it in my inbox so I can see it right when I check my emails. And every now and then I'll be like, okay, I want to read this. Okay, I want to read that. And then I might delete it or I might dive deeper into his website and see the whole article and read more into it. and See if he has more YouTube videos up or what's going on or practice something. Um, but you could have a method like that too, where, you know, you're kind of following the method of another person, not following necessarily copycat their content, but following what they do, you know, email lists are important, you know, having subscribers and having the notification bell on, on YouTube is important. You know, having other social media platforms is important. It's all important stuff. So, um, if you're you're new to podcasting and you're trying to make money, it might be a slow game. Especially if you're using Spotify for podcasters nowadays. I mean, I have other episodes that I've recorded about it and all my frustrations. And it's very ranty, but it's up to date as of now. And it's the truth. Um... I'm not the only one dealing with these experiences with Spotify, and there's not a lot of other advice out there. There's nothing else, Um, at least not that I've found. I'm kind of the only one talking about this that I've heard of. Uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't really help to, like, trash a platform when you're using their platform <laughs> maybe that's why but you know even on youtube 
that's probably the search engine I use the most and I haven't found any advice on there as well as on Google or anywhere else but it's starting to get loud outside I do not know what's going on um there's music and engines and all kinds of things going on out there um but try it guys see what your most popular episodes are see if that is you know in a sweet spot for you and create content around that um dive deeper zoom out a little bit create some series if you want to you can do your own thing with it i'm not going to tell you how to do it but that's probably the best way to do it uh and most ideal is to have the sweet spot but you don't really need the sweet spot if you're just using the analytics you can let your analytics drive what you record and at least you know you have a listener base for that because it all came to you organically now if you're paying for traffic that's different uh it might create different spikes because people might just gravitate towards the time period when they're being led towards your uh podcast so that's something else to consider but um that's all i've got to say right now if you're new hang in there it's a slow game you know you can batch record but you probably can't post like 20 episodes a day or something you got to spread them out you got to wait you got to wait you know you got to wait on these algorithms you got to wait for your you know uh channel to warm up more you know but all right Hopefully that helps. I'll keep on recording. And with that, thanks for listening.